Hi, I'm Tony. I'm Patrick. Welcome to Cave to the Cross Apologetics, and we are continuing in our study, our discussion of Greg Kokel's book, Tactics, a, a Game Plan for Discussing Your Christian Convictions, right? right. And uh, so we've been working our way through this. His, his mother of all questions, because the issue here is we need to ask uh, good questions when we're conversing with folks, is what he calls uh, the Columbo, right? Columbo question, right? And so what is, what is this Columbo tactic that he's talking about? Well, he says the Columbo tactic is a disarming way to go on the offensive with carefully selected questions that uh, productively advance a conversation. That's the Columbo tactic, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's a specific purpose for the questions that we ask. We want to gain information. So we ask, what do you mean by that? <laughs> right? We want to uh, reverse the burden of proof, right? In other words, we want to, uh, that person, once they make a claim, to tell us why they believe that that claim is true, right? And so we ask, how did you come to that conclusion, right? We don't just jump on every claim that someone asks. Right. It, it's their, it's their. Let them build their house. Yeah. We don't need to build it. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you mean by that? How did you come to that conclusion? And the third point is um, the third uh, question here, Columbo uh, related, is um, is to make a point. We ask a leading question, right? Have you ever considered or uh, can you clear this up for me, right, so, to help them to, to get to um, a, a, a clarifying area in the discussion? Right. right? <clears throat> so we, uh, we go into part two of finding the flaws, and I really wish authors would stop using this because it's not YouTube-friendly. <laughs> it talks about, uh, let's just call it views of self-destruction. Yeah. And yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. And that's probably what I'll title this video. Views so, of self-destruction. So just Understand that uh, we're not mentioning a word because YouTube uh, doesn't like when people talk about that stuff. Yeah, and so actually the next three chapters are dealing with this, and he gives us ver- in various uh, you know ways in the next three chapters, I think, right. is what we'll right. see here. So, yeah. And so uh, if, if you were with us with our uh, Nancy Piercy's Finding Truth, uh, th- this was... Uh, one of the the principles that she uh, sh- that she talked about, and uh, it's essentially um, the internal critique, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. it's finding what someone is claiming, see if it's internally consistent. If it isn't, you can kind of just declare it as inconsistent yeah. and move on. Yeah, help them to see that, yeah. right? And you can put something else in its place, which yeah. is always what we want to do. Which we learned that from Nancy Piercy's principle five. Um, and, 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 uh, we don't want to just leave them with, you know, nothing on, on the table. We right. want to say, you know, uh, uh, there is objective truth. Uh, and you've, you've, uh, made that, uh, accounting within, within your question that you asked me, let me tell you about where I stand on objective truth, where the Bible stands, where God stands. And so that's, 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 uh, the great thing about this. It's, it's, um, help, further helping us to identify internal inconsistencies, which uh, is the fun one because yeah. once you find it, you you kind of remember it. Um, but sometimes it's really hard uh, right. because there's so many, there's so many to do. And so that's where finding truth gets us the kind of principles to attack. Um, the, the, and I the think uh, Nancy Pierce views. even uh, referenced uh, Greg Kokel's mm-hmm. book yeah, in that sure particular did. chapter. Sure yeah. And so, so here it is. Look at that. We're all tying it together. <laughs> so nice. It's almost like we're a community. Of some <laughs> so uh, uh, views that self-destruct. If someone's thinking is flawed, the key to finding the error is to listen carefully to the reasons, right? And then ask yourself if the conclusions follow from the evidence. Hmm. 
Again, uh, uh, if, if, if you're used to putting things into uh, logical, you know, point one, point two, therefore conclusion, uh, this might be easy, mm-hmm. uh, and, and there are, there are good, good, good ways for that. Uh, William Lane Craig uh, t- talks about the benefits of, of, of philosophy and helping apologetics, mm-hmm. probably um, going too far from where we would say uh, to, to go to, but um, it's, it's always good to, to kind of say, okay, here, here's the claim. And here's the evidence that they're 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 pointing to for that claim. Does that follow? Is 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 are the conclusions logical? Yeah. Or and, does and, it get tripped up? Yeah. And and you don't have to be you know you don't have to be a philosopher. Right. You don't have. I mean, Modus we do this and, all the time right. in our everyday you know yeah, in our everyday right. conversation. So you said this and this and this, but that doesn't seem to connect, right? right. That's that's really what we're doing here, right? That that doesn't fo- these don't this conclusion doesn't follow from what you just right. said, right? Yeah. Uh, or you know. If if that's true, then it's it it seems like it's false, <laughs> right? right? You your particular statement here is kind of self destructive, mm-hmm. right? And, and and again, we do that all the time, right? Yeah? You uh you 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 um are in in uh, inside with somebody. You notice someone running in; they're dripping with water, and you turn to your friend and go, "Boy." I wouldn't shower with my clothes on. <laughs> okay, I mean that 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 might have happened, but what, where did you come up with that conclusion yeah. from? Is yeah. that the most logical conclusion? Yeah. Now, obviously, that might be, have been the case. Yeah. That, yeah. that they they were having an experiment. They were pulling the the, the safety shower, and boy, I wouldn't want to be there too. Yeah. But uh, you know, we're talking about uh, logical inconsistencies here, yeah. and so uh, again, I think that this is one of the fun one. So many erroneous views, though, self destruct. It's great. Because they do it themselves. They're commonly known as self-refuting views. Uh, there's no need to expand energy addressing views that are bent on destroying themselves. All you need to do is point it out. Yeah, yeah. So if it's <laughs> self, if it's de- if it's destro- destroying ourselves, if it's itself, if it's self-destruct, all you have to do is just you know <laughs> push point the button, to, right? Right. <laughs> so when an idea or an object violates, you know, we call this the law of non-contradiction, or sometimes it's the law called the law of contradiction. Mm-hmm. So when an idea or uh, objection violates the law of non-contradiction, which basically says something like. A is the case and A is not the case, right? This is a microphone and this same thing is not a microphone, right? That's violating the law of non-contradiction. And if it does it in a straightforward uh, question, he says we can call that formal um, self-destruction. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. right. You thought I was going to say the word. I, I, I was going to bleep you out. <laughs> but, and we saw this, we saw this uh, same point being made in uh, uh, Keeping Faith in the Age of Reason by um, Jason Lyle. He talked about how people say, oh, that's a Bible contradiction. Well, they don't actually mean a contradiction in the sense that A is the case and A is not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus is a man and Jesus is not a man. Uh, saying Jesus is a man and Jesus is God is, is not a this kind of formal right. self-harm right. Exactly. that it does. Right. There, there, you have to ask clarifying questions. You have to understand where the person's coming from. Uh, but if someone says this is the case, but this is also not the case, then um, that that's the, the, the bad part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the self-refuting, self-destruction part, right? right? The statement itself fails to live up to its own standards, basically is what, what, we're, what he's suggesting here, right? Uh, for instance, if someone says... There is no truth. Really? So is this statement true? Right. <laughs> right? Notice it's it's failed to live up to its own standard. Or there are no absolutes. 
So is this is this an absolute? Right. Right. <laughs> so or you can't know anything for sure. Hmm. So are are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. So these are the types of things that he's that he's suggesting here with regard to this self destruction in terms of statements. Right. right. So he talks about uh, the self harm tactic works because of the rule of logic you're already familiar with, even if you're not familiar with its name. It's called the law of non contradiction. This law reflects the common sense notion that contradictory statements cannot both be true. At the same time, hmm. car is in the garage. The car is not in the garage. You know, the, it, it's it's either one or the other. Uh, if if it's if it's if it's able to be uh, kind of nuanced, um, then um, obviously it's not a, a formal contradiction. And so uh, he gives uh, many many examples in this chapter, and it, it's really good because it 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 um, shows. Uh, conversations that he has actually had with people, um, mm-hmm. or that we've we've seen um, in in our kind of a, a normal Christian walk. And um, uh, this one's called, uh, can God make a rock so big he can't lift it? Yeah. Or if you're a Simpsons fan, can God make a burrito so hot that he himself could not eat it? It's, it's the Bart Simpson <laughs> yeah, one. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this challenge is called a pseudo question. Well, why? Well, it's like asking if God can beat himself up, who would win? And so <laughs> what, what, what's the contradiction here? Well, it's a nonsense question because it treats God it treats guys as if you were two instead of one. Right. So, you know, what, what is, what does it mean to, that he can make him, can he self make a rock so big that he can't lift it? Right. So you're competing God against God here. Okay. Well, the question proves nothing about the deficiency in God because the question is, because the question itself, can God's omnipotence defeat his omnipotence? It's, incoherent. And so we can talk about, you know, uh, God can't do anything that's contradictory to his own self. And so we can talk about um, uh, the Zeno's paradox, right? Uh, uh, That's the one that's the moving one half of, if you go uh, half the, right? That's Zeno's paradox. So not Zeno's paradox. (laughs) It's, it's, um, uh, you know, can, 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 does God pull, pull anything out from the ether? Uh, can he go against his own moral claims? And so he talks about uh, the claims from, from his, from his own, from his own being. Can, mm-hmm. God cannot lie. And so uh, it, it, would it ever be moral for God to lie? Well, you're talking about competing God against God. And so we wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, God doesn't take sides. So he talks about here uh, a, a Los Angeles times uh, kind of, uh, full page ad being put here and says, uh, you think God is on your side, but you're wrong. God doesn't take sides. So he asked, well, okay, let me ask you a question. If this disagreement we're having on whether God takes sides, uh, what do you think God's opinion is? I just told you God doesn't, isn't taking sides. He's against it. Right. So in our dispute, I'm saying God does take sides. You're saying God doesn't take sides. So in our dispute, God would agree with you, right? And not me. That's right. Okay, he would side with you on this issue then. I guess God does take sides after all. So again, can, can God ever say anything then? That's that's the question. And again, it's treating God as kind of these this dual aspect to, uh, to himself that that uh, you're com- you're competing God against God. Yeah, really what you're saying is God takes sides and God doesn't take sides, right? right? Because you're saying that God has taken my side, but you're saying he doesn't take sides. So 
he's taken my side that he doesn't take sides, which means he does take sides, but you're claiming that he doesn't take sides. So now you're contradicting yourself, mm-hmm. right? So that's a self-refuting idea here, right? right? And he gives us, you know, I mean, you know, say, wow, this seems really complicated. It really isn't. He, he gives us a couple of ways here to, to figure out exactly what's going on. First, he tells us to uh, pay attention to the basic idea, the premise, the conviction, or the claim. Right, so what's going on here? Let's pay attention to what they're saying here. He says, try to identify exactly what they're saying. Right. Next, he says, ask if the claim applies to itself. Does it apply to itself? If so, um, uh, you know, then there's a contradiction. Right. That's that's the basic mm-hmm. idea. Does the statement fail to live up to its own standards? Can it state? Um, can it be stated in the form A is the case and A is not the case? Right. If so, again. It is uh, self-destructive, right? There, there are, there is no ob- objective truth. Yeah. Well, then say, okay, there is no objective truth. Is that an objective truth? Mm. Oh, okay. Um, uh, th- that uh, that uh, uh, truth can only be found through science. Yeah. Okay. Is that truth? Is that statement that's true? Can that be found by science? No. Right. Okay. So there are. It's other a ways. statement about science. It's not a scientific. Well, Experiment that we performed right, right. We to determine. We didn't titrate it. We didn't. We didn't, we didn't uh, do a scratch test on it. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, the, you know the 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 um the the claim of claims are not evidence. Okay, is is right. that evidence? Yeah. Or can, can I can I physically hold that? Can I can I run it around the table? Can can I can I do something with that? No, that that's that's a claim. So that's not evidence. That evidence is a claim. So again, these things you're just you're just pausing. To then apply itself yeah. to itself, yeah. and yeah. if it fails itself, it's self-destructive. All right, exactly. Here's here's, <laughs> here's another example he gives us: to err is human. Well, we've all heard that, right? right? Yeah. I mean, that seems like straight straightforward, right? That's that's the basic problem here with this particular illustration. So here's the illustration. He says, men wrote the Bible and people are imperfect. Therefore, the Bible is flawed and not inspired by God. There's their argument, right? Men wrote the Bible. People are imperfect. Therefore, the Bible is flawed. And and as such, it's not inspired by God. Now, he tells us here the, the presumption that if a man is capable of error, then he will error also applies to this very argument against inspiration. Right. Right? And again, it's not it's not just the length of the Bible versus the sentence. It the, the assumption is if if man writes it down or or does something with it, they err. That right. that's that's the claim. There's no clarification. Are you saying that they err all the time or is it just on on uh, books over four pages long. <laughs> no, two pages. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's good. So, so what we're doing is we're um, uh, presenting that claim of of uh, if if men write it, then it's an error. Does does that apply to itself? Uh, right. That same question. Right. Exactly. And so you know, so you think the Bible must be flawed because people make mistakes. That's what they're. That's what they think they're they're saying. Right. The problem is, you you know, you'd say, well, wait a minute, I'm curious. Why do you think you are an exception to that rule and haven't made a mistake about the Bible? Right? So if what people write down or what people say, if the, if if we err, then how do you know you're not error? Right. Right? Just in everything, right? Yeah. Have you ever been wrong about something? Yeah. yeah. So you, could you be wrong about this? 
Yeah, I mean, the, you're 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 utilizing again the Colombo tactics, the the questions to to ask these leading questions, and so you could get to a point where you say something like, um, "Can you explain to me why God isn't able to preserve His word?" That's farther down, and and so we're we're concentrating just on an in, internal critique here. But if if you're wanting to kind of uh, spin the question into to something else, then you're you're putting the burden of proof back on them. Well, you're saying that God is unable to preserve his word or God is unable to communicate with us? Why, why is that the case? <laughs> and so, you know, well, I don't even believe in God. Oh, well, there's the point. You're, right. you're not you're not arguing fairly. Right. You're, 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 you're making a claim. Well, or you, at least that's that's your real point. Right? right. So let's talk about that instead of this error in the Bible and <laughs> right. that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, let's, let's let's talk about that particular issue. Right. Yeah. So he gives us uh, many examples here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the statement, like, everyone's view is a product of his own prejudice, or all your so-called facts are only beliefs dedicated, uh, dictated by your cultural biases falter for the same reason, right? Yeah. Everyone's view is a product of his own prejudice, including that one? Uh, so, <laughs> yes. Okay, well, that doesn't say much about Okay, fine. My, so, my... We, we know what your prejudices <laughs> right. are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Stop being prejudiced. Yeah. We all got them, and you got one, yeah. too, here. <laughs> all your so-called facts are only beliefs dictated by your cultural biases, including that one, that facts are dictated by beliefs of my culture. Yeah. Are your facts dictated? Right. Are your beliefs dictated by your <laughs> cultural biases, right? In other words, you kind of, you know— Turn the question over on itself and ask, and if if it can't stand, then it's self-destructive, right? right? It refutes itself. Yeah. Are, are these views themselves merely a product of prejudice or cultural bias? If so, why take them seriously? Yeah. So again, why take them seriously? You push the button. Self-destruct. <laughs> push it a couple times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> here's here's another example. He calls uh, um, you know religious self-destruction, right? The notion of religious pluralism, he tells us, is the idea that all religions are equally true or valid. And he says this is self-refuting uh, as well. Sure. Right? If all religions are true, then Christianity is true. Yet a uh, central claim of classical Christianity is that other religions are false. And so you see where I'm going here? If you think in here, you, you can see where I'm going, right? Central uh, claim of Christianity, uh, classic Christianity, is that other religions are false when taken as a whole. So here's the issue. Either Christianity is correct that Jesus is God's Messiah for the world and other religions are false, or Christianity is false and some other view is true. And so in no case can all religions be true and valid. Right. Right. Because some of them have exclusivity, like yeah. Christianity, right. classical Christianity. I'm not sure about the, uh, the the liberal view of it. How you how you get around to that? Uh, I am always a truth and a life. I guess maybe if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but uh, there are several more. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. Except for those that also claim exclusivity, which you know uh, the uh, Judaism, uh, uh, Islam, yeah. uh, to, to 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 account for some of them. Kind of the the big manos uh, talk about you know one God, and you can't have a, a pantheon there. Yeah. Um, unless you get into Mormonism, and that's a whole other uh, uh, bag of, of self-harm that happens. <laughs> uh, so, uh, again, uh, this chapter deals with a lot of different type of examples to kind of make the point. Um, if, if you're not used to this, um, uh, looking at the claim initially uh, and, and seeing if it applies to itself, 
um, then uh, this would be a good chapter to read. So things like, uh, you know, uh, we, we talked about um, uh, evolution uh, only gives us uh, 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 the ability to sur- survive and so only presents us with uh, survivable instincts and, and things that benefit only survival. And so if a truth claim is not beneficial to our survival, we, we could be delusional. Right. There, there's yeah. the delusion right yeah. there. Yeah. And so you talk about that claim. Okay, well, if, uh, if, if, if evolution only gives us the ability to survive, does that claim itself just give us the ability to survive? Is it true at, at all then? Yeah. How do we, how, how how do we, we know, know that's true? How would we know that's true? Yeah, yeah. And does it prevent, uh, present us with survivability? I don't know how... Knowing that we can survive with survivability allows us to survive, but, you know. The, yeah. Now your head's starting to spin. There right? you go. Here's another one here. He says, uh, here's one, Atman is Brahman and Brahman is Atman. Yeah, this is a good one. So, so th- this one talks about kind of like uh, East versus West type yeah. mentality. And so, you know, the, the whole... Uh, 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 Christianity is white man's religion. You don't you don't get this this uh, issue with with Eastern philosophy. Well, you, you kind of do. <laughs> yeah. So the idea here is that uh, pantheistic uh, monism, uh, at the heart of some versions of it anyway, uh, teaches that reality as we know it is an illusion, right? Maya. Uh, and uh, of which each of us is a part. So this Hindu concept, he tells us that the world is an illusion, contradicts the idea that I can know that I'm a player in the illusion, right? Implicitly, it claims that I'm not real, right, myself, and that um, and that I am real at the same time. Right. right? We did talk about this in uh, Nancy Piercy's book. Yeah, yeah. So the you know the so the central doctrine here of Hinduism self-destructs. If I am an illusion. How could I know it? How could I possess true knowledge that does not exist? Right? I think, therefore, I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Do people in a dream know they're imaginary? Does Charlie Brown know that he's a cartoon character? <laughs> right? No, it's just an illusion. Well, okay, if that's the case, then am I an illusion, and how do I know it, right, mm-hmm. is, is the issue here, right? So the... the uh, the um, concept here self-destructs once you apply it to itself. Right, right, right. and, and we, we just don't get out of the law of non-contradiction by saying, "Oh, that that's kind of a, a Western type mentality." Because uh, you know, you, you, a, a computer works just as well in China and India than than uh, you know in New York or Los Angeles, and so you still have you, you, you <laughs> no still, kidding. You still have, so I can go to India. Plug in my computer and it'll work. Yeah, yeah, it's not illusionary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> or the other side of Jupiter, or wherever you might be. And so, uh, you, you then you either have to say that that the law of non-contradiction is is local or doesn't apply everywhere at all times. But then, does it apply there? Is that is that true everywhere? Yeah. That the law of non-contradictions don't apply everywhere. Yeah. And is yeah right. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, this is this is kind of the benefit of of having the internal critique is is you're you're looking at what they're presenting you, and before you're even talking about, you know, uh, the, the 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 benefits of having an objective value of God, which is uh, you know uh, uh, outside of humanity, it's a, it's an objective value for for God, and we talked about that with Mitch Stokes and how he kind of uh, presents a, a subjective value uh, in, in God's mind. Uh, so listen to the interview with Mitch Stokes on that one. Uh, or, or you you have you just have the ability to um, to um, figure figure out 
where, where to take the conversation from there. And if it fails kind of to meet its own claim, then bring that forward and yeah. push the button. And again, you do this, you know, with grace, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're not ugly. You're not mean. You're not trying to humiliate the person, right? You're trying to point out this particular issue and then and then move on from there, as you said. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't help but uh, this last one in this chapter, <laughs> this one is, uh, he says, uh, I once saw a sign in a restaurant that read, quote, you are what you eat. <laughs> I pointed out to the waitress that if we were what we eat, uh, then we couldn't be something until we ate something. But we can't eat something unless we are something. Therefore, it's not true that we are what we eat. The waitress, unschooled in the finer points of self-refuting arguments, looked at me and said, you'll have to take that up with the manager. (laughs) It's like when you see uh, 10 items or less. No, 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 it's 10 items or fewer. Come on on now. (laughs) So what what did we learn in in this chapter? Again, uh, at the end of each chapter, he goes over this, and so it's really good to kind of familiarize ourselves, especially with a new concept like this. Uh, Especially, and again, it's, it's not always the easiest thing to do and and that's what tactics is talking about is sometimes it's easy just to jump on answering, answering, answering. But let's, let's take a step back and, and see if there's an internal critique that we can do here that kind of does the heavy lifting for us. It's, yeah. it's destroyed itself. Good. Push the button. Views that violate the non- law of non-contradictions are necessarily false. A, a square is a, a circle that doesn't have any points. <laughs> uh, no, that's 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 not what it is. So it, it's necessarily false. So you don't have to you don't have to prove that it's false. It is false just by its own claim. How to recognize and respond to uh, self-destructive statements? First, pay attention to the basic conviction or claim. Yeah, there what are no they? absolutes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think there are absolute. What? Hold on. Is that an absolute claim? Is, yeah. Are you stating that there are absolutes? Right. Right. With that claim. Next, ask if the claim applies to itself. If so, does it satisfy its own criteria, or is there an internal contradiction? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, science speaks, uh, it gives us truth on, on, on uh, n- natural phenomenon. Yep, okay, that, that, that works. And so it, it's not going outside the, the realm of science. It's not even saying within the scope of that statement that it's able to find truth of that statement. It's sticking with naturalistic claims that mm-hmm. that um, that science can be utilized on. So then uh, if you discover a problem, use a question. Columbo tactic, right? Rather than a statement to point it out. Right. Are you saying, how did you come to that conclusion? Uh, uh, would you help me understand this? Uh, are there a, such things as absolute truth, including that statement, or no? <coughs> how, how do you how do you get, get around that? And so again, you're not pointing in their face, go, ha, gotcha. Good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, we don't play gotcha with people. We we try not to. So again, uh, this is the self harm chapter. We'll continue to be self harm because we we want to make YouTube overlords happy. Uh, and so um, we, we we talk about uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, practical implications for, uh, for this next time, um, and uh, uh, continue on uh, this this kind of chain of events um, for the next couple chapters. So yeah. hopefully you'll join us for next time. And uh, thanks, keep. Uh, keep uh, subscribing, keep sharing, keep listening, uh, keep leaving us comments. We appreciate it. And uh, Cave to the Cross, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash Cave to the Cross uh, to uh, keep the lights on, keep us in books. Uh, we need more.
The, the books are being written every single day. Did you know that? We, we have access to them. <laughs> so uh, 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 keep supporting us just by by enjoying our content. Uh, that's 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 what we most want you to come away with. Uh, these books are, are beneficial to our walk, to yeah. our Christian faith. And we hope you learn something. Yeah, absolutely. That that's that, that's what we're doing here. We learned a lot, so we want to share that with you. So thanks, and join us next time. See you next time.